gorgeous, and welcome to this episode of The Magnetic Woman Show. I'm your host, Lauren Joyce, and I am so excited today to talk about the three archetypes within the Embody Your Quantum Feminine Power Retreat that is coming up February 22nd. And these three archetypes really are the archetypes and foundations of everything here at the Magnetic Woman. So these archetypes come out in all of the courses that I host in working with my private clients. And these are kind of the three overarching archetypes. Within them, there are other more specific archetypes. And when I get into it, you'll understand what I mean. So if you haven't seen already, and if you are tuning in before February 22nd, I am hosting an incredible retreat style experience on 2-22-22 called Embody Your Quantum Feminine Power. And this is all about helping you really tap in to your feminine power to create the life and the relationships that you truly desire in your life coming from a space of pleasure, of embodiment, really like collapsing time from having the desires to creating them, right? Oftentimes we get stuck in the how, we're living in our bodies, and let's face facts, we're like two years into a global pandemic, moving into like season three of COVID, And we're all exhausted. We're burnt out. We're over it. And I don't know about you, but I've totally lost the sense of my spark, my connection to my fire. And this is one of the reasons why I'm hosting this retreat style experience. It's going to be recorded. So if you can't be there live, don't worry. And quite honestly, this is one of the most low cost experiences I've ever offered for the kind of retreat style experience that you're getting. So The link is in the show notes, or you can go to themagneticwoman.com backslash quantum dash feminine and join us. There's some bonuses that you get right when you sign up, and I really hope you'll come. So let's go ahead and dive into the content for this podcast. So when it comes to archetypes, there are so many different ones in and related to the feminine, right? We could go into like psychological archetypes like the huntress, the lover, the seductress. We could go into goddess myth mythology archetypes like Aphrodite, Athena, Artemis, Hestia, right? We could go into different qualities, different flavors like the shadow feminine, the dark goddess. Um, so there's so many ways that the that an archetype or the feminine archetypes can be explained. And that's what I mean when I say these three archetypes that I'm going to be talking about today, there's a lot of different quote unquote archetypes that go underneath these three main archetypes. And again, these are the archetypes that I work with, the concepts like the broad brushstrokes here at The Magnetic Woman that I have found through almost a decade of work 
learning, embodiment, coaching that I have found to be the most effective for women. So first and foremost, we have the divine feminine. And for me, this is the dark goddess and the creatrix. So you cannot have one without the other. Now, unlike monotheism and the patriarchal sense of religion, right? Where God is spiteful and judgmental and wrathful and, you know, you have to prove your worth to them. The divine feminine is not. The divine feminine is unconditional love and acceptance. And Oftentimes, when I see a lot of content around the divine feminine, it is, in my opinion, light washed, L-I-G-H-T. And what I mean by that is it's like, let's wear flower crowns and, you know, call ourselves goddess and pull oracle cards. And like, we want to stay in this like sugar spice, everything nice. and. In order to really understand and be deeply connected to the divine feminine, we also have to embrace and celebrate what I call the dark goddess. You can call it like the death mother. It could be a specific goddess type like Kali is one that typically comes to mind. And it is the element of the divine feminine that is death and destruction, but not just for no reason or not for a frivolous reason. The death and rebirth cycle is something that an embodied feminine leader, a magnetic woman, a woman who is in her power has to master. And when I say master, I mean, realize that in every area of your life, you are going to go through periods where you have to shed, let go, grieve, where something dies, a part of your identity, um, a desire, a relationship, potentially even a person or a loved one. And with death, there is always a rebirth. So it's a rebirth of an identity, a different identity, a rebirth of um, a new relationship or rebirthing a new relationship dynamic within the current relationship, birthing um, a new desire, birthing a new and deeper connection to our power. But we have been taught to fear, to push away, to deny the dark goddess, the shadow, the grief, the rage, the death, the destruction. And especially in Western culture, if we look at grieving in terms of death, like somebody that you love dying, we are not taught how to grieve at all, right? Like, look at how, at least in the United States, if you have any kind of corporate job, what is your bereavement leave? If it's like a parent, a spouse, or a child, you get, what, three days off work? And if it's like not that, you might have to take like a vacation or a personal or a sick day, right? 
we aren't taught how to fully move through grief. And if you have been in the magnetic woman community for any length of time, then you probably already know like that was my, the beginning of my own heroine's journey, right? So the heroine's journey, unlike the hero's journey, the hero's journey is I have to go out on my own, slay the dragon by myself. And it's about what I'm doing and what I accomplish. The heroine's journey is about moving from the disempowered masculine into the body, into the empowered feminine. And the beginning of my heroine's journey was the death of my father. And I was very clear that I had no idea how to grieve. And I saw most of the people around me grieving in unhealthy ways. I saw a lot of people who had lost a parent, specifically a father, 5, 10, 15, even 20 years prior to, who it was clear that they hadn't fully grieved it. You know, I think when it comes to loss, as in death, like we never fully, quote unquote, get over it. So that's not what I'm talking about. But I do think that there is a way to grieve in a healthy way so that, of course, you'll always miss the person, but it won't be that loss won't be a part of your identity in a negative way. And so I saw all these people around me, like not obviously grieving in any kind of healthy way or really, um, you know, moving, moving past the loss itself and moving into the rebirth part of the death and rebirth cycle. And quite frankly, I would, you know, I was 25 years old when my dad passed away and I remember really having a moment with myself where I was like, this is why, like, I get why people turn to drugs and alcohol to try to escape this pain. And that actually was also a deciding factor for me to, in a way, stop drinking. I never really was a huge drinker to begin with, but I was 25. I was like, you know, out of college a few years, living on my own, single, I'd go out. And I lived in a, in a part of a city where, you know, I was walking distance to bars and stuff. And so I'd go on the weekend and and drink and whatever. But after my dad died, I, I remember being like, I have to be very conscious about alcohol. And I was never really one to, to do drugs. So Um, And I have no judgment on any of this, right? But for me, it was very clear, like, wow, I see why you want to try and escape this pain. And I knew that if I did that, it would just prolong the pain. And so I'm so grateful that my initiation into the feminine was from a point of needing to learn how to navigate a a death and a loss and really learning how to grieve. And so for me, when I talk about the archetype of the divine feminine, when I talk about and what we're going to be doing in the embody your quantum feminine power is really looking at the dark goddess and the creatrix because they are 
they go hand in hand. They are the same coin. They're two sides of the same coin. But oftentimes we only look at the light elements of the goddess and we are so afraid that if we begin to allow ourselves to grieve, to rage, to feel the heavier, darker emotions, or if we really begin to look at our shadow, so the parts of ourselves emotionally and identity subconscious wise that we have disowned and oppressed, that we will become so subsumed by them that we will never dig ourselves out. But that is why within the divine feminine, it truly is this dark goddess and creatrix and learning how to navigate the death and rebirth process. So my very first mentor, Regina Thomas Hour, says that our desires break us and remake us. And if you think about it, that doesn't necessarily mean that every desire you have is going to require a massive fucking mental and emotional breakdown from you. No. But what it does mean are there are elements of your identity or belief system or framework and how you approach the world that are going to have to die, that you're going to have to let go of in order to be the woman who has that specific desire. So for example, if you're single and you really desire a relationship, in order for you to attract in this soulmate love, this passion, this deep committed partnership, the part of you that is terrified of intimacy is going to have to be addressed and let go of. The part, the story that all men disappoint you is going to have to be burnt to the ground. The identity of I'm an independent woman and I don't need anyone and therefore I have a cage around my heart and you can't get in so I don't get hurt is going to have to die. And all of that can be done in pleasure, okay? So when we learn to master the death and rebirth process. This is what helps to collapse time from the moment you have a desire till you manifest it. This is also what helps you really begin to embrace one of the tenets of the feminine, which is the feminine is an acceptance of all things. And the feminine can find pleasure in every moment, right? So we've been really taught and conditioned to believe and to live into things are either right or wrong. I'm like, and as women, because our core wounding as a woman in the patriarchy is that I am worth less than the masculine and men. We are constantly striving but never arriving because we're constantly trying to prove our worth to a system that sees us as unworthy just because we are a woman, right? And so we put ourselves in this on this trajectory trajectory where we're constantly striving and never arriving. We're constantly moving the goal line back and back and back and back and back. 
And then we won't allow ourselves to feel pleasure, to feel like we're enough to experience joy until we have the thing, but we're constantly moving what that thing is. So therefore, this is why so many women have like low-grade depression and anxiety and all of these fucking chronic health issues and are just walking around feeling so purposeless and disconnected and trying to find their identity and worth through other people and other things and never truly feeling it, right? And so the divine, the archetype of the divine feminine that we'll be going into during the retreat, a huge part of it is going to be giving you the tools and a ritual to help you master the death and rebirth process. So you can take this ritual and apply it to something small. You can apply it to big major shifts and transitions and massive desires. But when you learn to really step into and stand in the divine feminine tenant, which is the feminine is in acceptance of all things. Now, this doesn't mean you settle for less than you desire or you deserve, right? There's a difference between settling and complacency and the feminine being acceptance of all things, meaning, again, taking, for example, what led me to this work. When my dad died, I was, I had to accept that that was what my life was at that moment, right? Or heartbreaks in relationships. I had to accept that this pain was occurring and the feminine accepts it without judgment and meaning. And what I mean by that is, for example, when I've gone through heartbreaks in relationships, the feminine acceptance, like, yes, I am deeply hurting right now because of the pain of losing this relationship or walking away from it or having my heart broken. But I accept it with unconditional love, meaning I still love myself. And without judgment, meaning I don't make that breakup mean anything about me. The breakup doesn't mean I'm less worthy of love. It doesn't mean I'm not enough. It doesn't mean I asked for too much. And I'll never find a partner. The breakup means that my time with that person is over, right? So again, the first archetype is the divine feminine. And specifically under that, it is the dark goddess and the creatrix. So two sides of the same coin. That is the divine feminine. The second archetype that we're going to be diving into during this retreat is the embodied feminine. Now, under this, again, so many different other archetypes come up. The seductress, the courtesan, Aphrodite, the sacred sexual priestess, the sex goddess, um, the lover, right? Like, however you want to view it. The embodied feminine is the, the human woman deeply connected to her sensuality and sexual power and living from, moving from, operating from that space. Now, this is a huge barrier for a lot of women 
because in order to be in your body, you have to feel safe and at home in your body. But so many of us, right, have not mastered the death and rebirth process. So we have like a backlog of um, heavy emotions, of grief, of pain, wounding, trauma. We have a fucking backlog of shadow work that we haven't done. So feeling like being in our body feels uncomfortable, overwhelming, not safe. So in order to really step into the archetype of the embodied woman, it's about clearing things energetically and emotionally and beginning to heal, embrace, and celebrate your connection to pleasure, sensuality, and your sexual energy. So during the retreat, we're going to be doing so much around this topic. I have such an incredible exercise to really help you connect deeply to and feel a sense of devotion to your beauty, right? And if that feels overwhelming, terrifying, triggering, you need to sign up for this retreat. Because at the end of the day, life is way too fucking short to go through it not feeling beautiful, not embracing your beauty, not honoring and being devoted to your beauty. Okay. So the embodied feminine, this is where we're talking about what can you do day to day to start living more from a space of pleasure? Because again, going back to the death and rebirth process, when we learn to incorporate pleasure in everything, then when we get to a milestone, a destination, an experience, it is even more enjoyable because everything along the way has been enjoyable. Okay. So the embodied feminine, again, it's all about that sensuality, the seductress, the lover, the courtesan, Aphrodite, whatever you want to call her. To me, it's all that same energy, right? It's like red, sultry, lacy, sexy. These are all words that come up for me. Now, you being in your embodied feminine might look different. Chances are it is going to look different than mine. And that's okay. It gets to. And that's also a huge part of a huge reason for this retreat to help you identify what does your embodied feminine look like? What does it feel like? How can, and when you start to move more from your body and less from your head, you end up feeling so much more in your power. And here's why. The female body, the feminine body is so fucking wise. Our intuition is so strong, is so powerful. But again, we've been taught to be disconnected, shut down our intuition to be logical, to be rational, to be um, living in our head. But what that ends up causing the majority of women is to constantly be judging yourself, constantly be criticizing yourself, constantly be spinning, constantly trying to solve problems and figure out why you don't have what you want, what's wrong with you, right? And this is what leads so many women to feeling like low-grade depression, anxiety all the time because under that is the trauma of being a woman in the patriarchy okay so we have the divine feminine we have the embodied feminine 
And the third archetype is the sovereign feminine. And to me, the sovereign feminine is the embodied feminine leader. And it is really that merging of the divine feminine, the connection to the divine feminine, the goddess, the mastering the divine feminine principles and tenets and the death and rebirth cycles, right? Combined with the embodied feminine, the pleasure, the sensuality, the self-pleasuring practices, the sacred sexuality, right? Merging the divine feminine, the embodied feminine is what brings sacredness to your beauty. It's what bring, it's like the merging of um, sacred and sexuality, right? And so when we merge these two, the embodied feminine, so it's not just about looking sexy or wearing sexy clothes or feeling sexy in your skin. It's about doing that and knowing that you as a woman have the power to create universes at the fucking, in your pinky nail, literally and figuratively, right? And that you move through the world, not only being in tune with and connected to that power, but living from that space of power. So the sovereign woman has clear and healthy boundaries and knows how to set them and enforce them. She knows that she's inherently worthy. So the amount of money, love, and abundance in her life is just exponentially growing. The sovereign woman knows that it's the feminine desire that leads all things and relationships. The sovereign woman is the woman who, when she shows up in a room, it is that je ne sais quoi energy that just like pulsates through the air, right? So if you are looking to connect more deeply to your divine feminine, to your embodied feminine, to live and operate more from your feminine leadership, I would love for you to come to the Embody Your Quantum Feminine Power Retreat experience on Tuesday. Again, this experience, it's only $111, which sounds so um, like off kilter for what you're getting and what you're going to experience because my desire and what it's looking like is we're going to have so many potent and powerful women in this temple sacred experience. And when we, when women gather together for this kind of work, we truly open up like a vortex and a portal that just, it like amplifies your power. It expediates your ability to create what you want. It collapses time. So we're going to be doing rituals and breath work. Obviously there will be content. There will be laser coaching. I want you to feel like you're stepping into this gorgeous temple experience where you get to set aside time to connect to your divine feminine, your embodied feminine, and leave so firmly grounded in your sovereign feminine that it is like you've done months of work and coaching and shifting in the matter of an afternoon. 
So if you have any questions, let me know. Again, you can join us at themagneticwoman.com backslash feminine dash, or I'm sorry, themagneticwoman.com backslash quantum dash feminine. Um, if you're listening to this podcast episode after the 22nd, um, reach out to me. I haven't decided if I'm going to continue to sell this experience for you to just watch the replay or what I'm going to do or what I'll have after. So reach out to me if you really resonated with this. And what I want to leave you with today is really allow yourself to begin to sit with how would I classify these three archetypes in my life? So the divine feminine, the embodied feminine, and the sovereign feminine. Am I, sh- am I connected to these archetypes at all? Am I showing up in these archetypes at all? And just use it as a, a jumping off point, as a space of curiosity. Again, the feminine is an acceptance of everything, has unconditional love, and creates no meaning out of it. So just see where you are, know that where you are is enough, and that you can choose something more, something else from this moment forward. All right, my loves, if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure to give it a five-star review, share it with your friends, because the more women that listen to this content, the better. And I'll see you next time.